Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello and welcome to the Weird Things podcast. I'm Andrew Mean, joined by Justin Robert Young. Hello. Mr. Brian Brushwood. Hello. And Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hello. Gentlemen, uh, today's a very interesting day. Why is that? If you're following Tesla. Yeah. Now, Tesla, now that's the inventor, right? Yeah, Nikola yeah, Tesla. Tesla. He was a guy, he died. Um, that's Holy pretty much all we crap. know about him. Tesla is up 13% today. Yeah, big, oh. big, big, uh, big run on big news as Hertz announcing that they are going to order 100,000 Teslas. Holy criminy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, related, Andrew... Uh, Andrew Main found out that he has to wait till August for his Model Y. No oh. reason. <laughs> this this makes a lot of does this make a lot of sense? Hertz and all the rental car companies do go through a lot of inventory every year. They so, maintain it pretty well. So getting the electric cars, which have a lower maintenance cost, would this probably is, be helpful. This is also uh, a part of an initiative by Hertz to move to an all electric fleet eventually. Uh, it's it really is a sign of the times because I would imagine that they would probably in a different world probably make a move like this in a, in a, in a smaller capacity even sooner than they have now. But they're really really tied in with a lot of those auto manufacturers. They get sweetheart deals on a lot of them. So I feel like this is a sign of the times when they would even get into a a, a deal with Tesla. Uh, so on top of that, as as somebody, uh, uh, Justin, you could probably speak to this as well as as a road warrior. Uh, like the worst part about renting a car is always saying no. I decline to prepay the gas, and I don't want to yeah. find a. You know, it's always a pain in the butt to just plug overpay. it in at home. Uh, no, no, no. You, you probably don't even. I have guess they to. can do it themselves. I, yeah, exactly. You just bring it back as long as you make it back. And I would, I would. Guess. Oh, I'm sure they'll charge you. For oh, that. they'll charge you. They'll, <laughs> they'll charge you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If a five dollar fill up fee is a five dollar fee. Oh, if anything, they're going to know more that I that I definitely came in from beyond ten miles away to to charge my my thing. That's a good point. Uh, uh, but that being said. Maybe it'll be less than, than what they charge for gas because it is a little bit more of a hassle to get gas. And if they have a charging station there, then then they can do it. But uh, look, I, I don't think that this is necessarily uh, any kind of game changer for the the, the regular ordering. You know, like I, I just got a rental car for this trip to Virginia that I'm doing uh, at the beginning of next week. And uh, that is something that will be a long time before I get a fully electric vehicle. Probably be a long time before I get a hybrid. But every, like when I last went to South Florida, which is known for its uh, uh, humble origins and how much everybody wants to blend in, when you come into Fort Lauderdale and you rent a car, the first thing that the guy who's snapping gum and wearing three gold chains tells you is, so, I mean, what, what, what do you want? What do you want, Benz? Beamer? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because that's what people who fly into Fort Lauderdale want to do is get a fancy car. Yeah. I think in that capacity, that's where you're going to see it. You are going to see the upgrade to a Tesla for blank uh, uh, kind of price and bringing that to a, you know, a, a, a high volume uh, uh, outfit like Hertz is, is a big deal. And, and it's a gigantic deal 
for Tesla, which, I mean, look, they won. Uh, Andrew, you you were saying, uh, I think you sent to me via text, that the, the, uh, uh, the big short guy who had been uh, holding against Tesla for a while finally tapped out. Yeah, that well, guy's also Batman. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Super talented. Yeah. Uh, and Newsies. Um, Michael Burry, he... he he clarified, said that like, oh, it's not we had, I, we had, I don't know. He does finance stuff that's beyond me, whatever. The, the headlines were out saying that he has a big short against Tesla. And then he, you know, then it's sort of, he's no longer shorting, but he said, well, I wasn't really shorting them as much as some finance. And I, he's a smart guy, smarter than me. Um, but yeah, remember like two years ago, you know, Eric Berger pointed out on Twitter, like, what happened to the people that were counting Teslas in parking lots and insisting that they weren't making them and that there was some conspiracy that, like, uh, they were hiding them and stuff? And, like, one of the gossip columns, um, uh, Crazy Days and Nights, was, like, trying to... It was basically trying to say that he was using stories about um, DeLorean, you know, John DeLorean, and trying to imply that Elon was trying to do, like, cocaine trades and stuff like this to no, make Jesus. Tesla. It was the craziest, <laughs> dumbest thing you ever read, uh, which is, like, uh, that's not that's not how you do run a car company in this day and age. Not to say that anything crazy could not be involved, but um, and it's this, insane. This, will, this is a move that will trickle down, right? The, re, the rental car companies seed the used car market after a few years with late model cars. If these are not if these are anything better than like specifically designed for Hertz to throw away, then in a couple of years, these electric cars will make it out to the kind of to used car buyers. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm getting the why and I'm my, the price I'm getting as a trade-in is about what I paid for my, my three. Yeah. Uh, mm. Three years ago. Uh, again, that's true of a lot of cars right now in in the cars. Yes. Just Tesla right yeah, now because right. there's a shortage of cars. Let me make that clear. But yeah, no, now, I have now a three- is now now is the time to upgrade your car uh, uh, if yeah. you are if you are thinking about a lot it because you are going to car. get a lot uh, uh, in 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 return for it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, right, let me see what I'm. Tra- oh, that's like what I pay for it. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, and we're not telling people to go buy Tesla stock or whatever, anything like that. That that is a totally different question. It, it's more the phenomenon of a car company that didn't barely existed. A decade ago and is in a market that people said oh no it, it, that market's still 20 years away you're not going to be able to do it and pull it off and then the and the that's the valuation is one thing but they had this they announced their quarter last week and they sold like 200 something thousand vehicles they have record numbers they've been growing when all the other auto companies were suffering one of the things that helped them was you know there's a part shortage but Tesla is a company run by engineers and they're like, oh, we can't get this part. What do we do? Like, well, can we write software to use a different part? Like, yeah, we can. And they yeah. wrote software so they, the cars could use different parts and then they're able to meet their manufacturing. Um, it's it's a story when you get past the fact that Elon Musk is a very it's a weird person. Dude. He's a weird dude. Um, and you look at how much he studies manufacturing the, they showed the profit margins on the new what Tesla's now getting. The profit margins they get per vehicle is like insane, and that's one of the reasons they've had this run up on stock. And so, if there's anything from it, it's like you know, you know, conventional wisdom isn't always so wise. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think it, when, when especially when it came to this, you know, there's there's uh, certainly a larger trend to follow when it comes to batteries, and and uh, uh, especially when you're looking at green tech, a little advanced 
a, a plug, but there is a, a new podcast series coming out now called How We Survive that is put together by a friend of the show, Molly Wood, uh, which I would encourage everybody to listen to, even though it is indeed a show about green tech coming from a public radio outfit. If, if what you're saying in your head is, well, I know how this goes, uh, trust me. It is, it is great. It is, it is something that, that uh, I was pleasantly surprised with because even though Molly's a friend, I assumed I knew how that was going to play. And it, was, it, it took a, a very interesting look specifically at lithium mining with the idea being that like green tech is about batteries. Batteries need lithium, at least now, in terms of the most popular batteries that we use and the most popular battery tech that we use. And so if you are charting the you know from iphones to teslas to to everything in between that the most important tech of our age will be batteries then yeah tesla was was uh uh you know it was it was you know if run correctly uh, uh born to do well and and i think that other electric car companies will do it and they will do it with the benefit of learning from tesla how how uh the story we were hearing about a year ago was that um, there's nothing special about Tesla. Uh, it um, uh, There are other manufacturers with bigger uh, capacities who are doing fully electric, you know, your uh, uh, Rivians, your your General Motors and all that stuff. Um, how How is it, and this is rampant speculation and disclosure, we've already talked about it. Uh, uh, I, I bought some Tesla stock, so I'm, I'm genuinely asking, how is it that they've maintained their market position and lead, uh, given the fact that years ago people figured out, oh, wait, there's something to this the electric vehicle market? Well, it's like Apple. I, I, people would say, you know, we're how many years now in on 13 years in in the iPhone, right? And people are like, well, quick, what's going to happen is they're going to, one, they're, oh, the commodity chips are going to be better because if everybody's buying a Samsung chip, Apple won't be able to keep up in the chip space. Well, Apple said, we're only going after one part of the market, the higher end of the market. And most phones that are going to be sold by Samsung aren't going to use the higher end chips. They're going to be selling medium range chips. And so Apple maintained this technological lead. Apple has, Google does wonderful things with software on the Pixel. And like the Pixel 6, I think is a really neat phone. And I can get in that, like the Tensor chip and stuff. I think they're doing really cool stuff. So it's not like a, ah, oh, them. But Apple, speed, they, what they put, what they invested in their they, their hardware and making it better and better and better, they got farther ahead. And this was the point when the, the number one selling phone in the world is the iPhone. Now, there are other brands that maybe cumulatively sell more phones, but the biggest, the company that gets the most profit is Apple. With Tesla, uh, there's, you can make a prototype, you can get a bunch of electric motors, you can order a chassis from a company, buy some seats, put things in there and make a thing that looks like a car. But to bring that thing to manufacturing is hard. I, and again, not investment advice, I invested in Apple years ago, when I watched the people who were advising were idiots about stuff, they, they would tell you, well, there's a lot of movement here, whatever, and they didn't get the product. And I would see them say things, and I'm like, well, no, that's not true. That's not really what that chip does or the operating system. With Tesla, you'd hear people say, and I got into this discussion with the battery guys, like, oh, well, they're just using the Panasonic battery. And I'm like, that I'm like that's the size of the casing. It's not the chemistry. Tesla has their own chemistry that they use this for. Like, they have a different battery than other people do. They also have their own software. And these cars are very much, very heavily software-based, but also... Uh, I watched a 
randomly I watched this video about this Italian heavy equipment manufacturer that has this like 100 ton press. They show this enormous press that can take like one sheet of aluminum and compress it into a giant, the largest press there is for that. And they're like, well, who's your, who's ordering this? Like, we can't disclose, but we've already sold the first three for next year. Meanwhile, somebody does a teardown on the Model Y and the entire rear section of the chassis one third of the vehicle is one giant piece of compressed aluminum. And they're like, yeah, I wonder who bought this. That's funny. and yeah. And that's like, they like Apple, they will invest tremendous amounts in really in leading technology systems. And so Tesla, the, there was the guy who did the, um, I want to say it was a, a Kelly Monroe or Sandy Monroe. He does the teardowns. He was the guy that criticized the model three when it first came out and talked about the fit and finish and the gaps and stuff and said, this is a problem. He gets hired by, car manufacturers to go in and basically take a look at how they're manufacturing stuff and tell them, okay, this is what you need to do. Um, and he was critical, Sandy Monroe. Then he did a follow-up video uh, less like like six months ago or whatever on the Model 3, Model Y, and he was ecstatic. He's like, look what they've done, look at how much it's improved. And that's where you pay attention to. You look at this and you go, oh, okay, like they're investing heavily in new equipment and new ways to do stuff that would work that you know, like this was a case like using that type of press to make a, a chassis was something that experts had been saying engineers you should be doing this for years and years so a lot of stuff like that i think also you know you can maintain your advantage by nothing else looking like a tesla like i mean uh, fr from the outside they look distinctive from the inside they're more distinctive there's there's well you know yeah, I'd say that. I mean, I think other, I think some of the other cars look pretty cool, but I'd say too, it's like when you get, when you have autopilot and the software, like the art, the AI in these things is incredible. Yeah. The head, the head of Tesla AI, you know, was a former open AI guy, you know, um, Andrew, Andre Karpathy is brilliant. They're, they're, the computing systems, these things are incredible. I yeah. mean, that's a thing that I've been to other cars, other cars have lane assist and have following and they're good but they're not like this. And this is also fraught with complications too. Let me be very clear on that. Like we pushed through a, uh, there was a release that got pushed through this weekend for the latest full self driving and like, Oh, nope, we're pulling this back or we're dialing it back because it's a bleeding edge. Yeah. Which, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Kings, the Tesla for doing it. I think, I think it is a, a sign that they are not going anywhere. I, I, I guess it, it, are, are we done with the, with, with, with the, 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 the DeLorean stuff? Or, or, you know, does, is this you no. know, when, when Hertz is buying it? Like... I, mean, I, I think there's still plenty of opportunity for somebody else to swoop in and, and try to eat uh, Tesla's lunch. But that, but that would be a different story than this is a fraud. Oh, correct. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, correct. Yes, I, I agree. That, 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 I, I, that, I that'd agree be them that. getting into the game and losing, which is right. different than them conning their way in and then it all imploding right. because you're, they're smoke and mirrors. You're going to see stories because, like, like, I have friends that, I have friends that are like that are anti-Tesla, and because they're they're informed by, like literally like oil industry type people and stuff, and 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 I have I have nothing against oil industry. I need oil. I use oil all the time. By the way, I you know want us to transition, but I'm not like ah. Why do we need? Uh, I know why we need it. All but anyhow, right. calm um, down, but, Joe Manchin. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> as I carry all barrels of oil around in my Tesla and just throw them at people. <laughs> ah, um, just spraying oil. But out of squirt guns. Tesla had this big 
battery pack in Australia, right? And then there was a lawsuit because uh, the utility that was getting the power was saying that they weren't getting the power they're supposed to get. And you'd see, and I saw people Twitter, oh, you know, Australian utility sues Tesla over their battery pack. No, Tesla never got sued. It was a French company that was running the facility that had some issues that wasn't able to meet demand or whatever, and they were getting sued. But people were like, ah, Tesla. They saw Tesla, and people are, uh, there are people who are very, uh, uh, I am, yeah, I people are very skeptical of, I think, this part of like this. I'm skeptical of a lot of proposals for energy transition and stuff like this. But I think sometimes people get are so eager to be, aha, we found the flaw. Yeah. And, so yeah, I, yeah. I hope we get competition. Uh, uh, so uh, one thing that 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 we sort of skipped over very quickly early on that Bryce pointed out that I think is very very wise is uh, if for no other reason, uh, it's very important to car rental companies that they have low maintenance issues and mm -hmm. the the nature of of all electric vehicles are that they're going to be lower <laughs> maintenance than than you know cars where controlled explosions are timed uh, inside uh, especially high margin vehicles with yes. low maintenance issues i have my maintenance record for my tesla that i've had for three years now would you like me to show you oh the, please um, please uh put added air to tires and yep that's it that's it <laughs> and we're done no oil change, nothing. I remember. Now you when gotta I bring your to own air. I mean, can't you? <laughs> but yeah. when I when I went, I remember I had, a, I had a car shop where I'd get my old car fixed, and I remember I was getting it repaired before I went to go get pick up my Tesla. And I talked to the guy that runs the, the car place, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get a, I'm getting a Tesla." And he says, "Oh, we we can lubricate the chassis." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, oh, That's this it. is like this is goodbye." I, I just. Yeah, I told him this relationship is done. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Like you, you just told him, like, hey, I got into college out of state, and he's like, well, I'm sure we'll see each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, my family's moving too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that's good oh. for you. Hey, uh, uh, you want to know what else is uh, uh, exciting? Uh, uh, and that's subscribing to Patreon.com/slash Weird Things. Yeah, dude. We promise that for every. $30,000 you pledge. We'll buy a Tesla. Uh, <laughs> we will. That's, that's, that's the, the weird things promise. I'll tell you what. You guys actually have me thinking about just seeing what the uh, uh, trade-in on our Rev4 is just for, just for laughs. <laughs> well, because, uh, uh, because of the chip shortage, we were told that that was the last model for the foreseeable future that's going to have a lot of the Those features. upgrades. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like the the random like cameras for no reason cameras uh, that were kind of like the hallmark of the higher end of that line. They were like, yeah, chip shortage means that no more of those for a while because once you've set the price again at uh, the same high cost, but for less stuff, they're not going to rush into putting the stuff back in. They'll probably just wait until new stuff comes along. Yeah. Yeah. Help us get a RAV5 by yeah, going to patreon.com slash weird things. Patreon.com slash weird things. Give us money, baby. So we've been making some predictions about what's going to be next for space with uh, easier access to space and getting into space. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to send you right now. Uh, one of the things we talked about was space stations. Yeah. I'm going to send you a I'm sending Bryce right now. Uh, Bryce, actually go to uh, Orbital Reef. Go to orbitalreef.com. This is a Blue Origin joint, it seems. 
uh, yeah, Blue Origin partnering with uh, Sierra Space. And mm. they're putting together, also working with Boeing, Redwire Space. And this is the thing we talked about before is the idea that like space is more than just rockets starting to build things like space stations. And so this is their plan to actually build a friggin' private space station, industrial park in space, which is a term we've used here. Yeah, that's insane. Now that, that 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 would be something that would 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 put Blue Origin on the map, right? Like, is that something that, that off the map? Oh, you look at you. Uh, 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 that, that's something that that SpaceX hasn't spoken about. That they've been they've been very very focused on on rocketry, right? Yeah, their their primary concern is transportation at this point. Yeah, and you know things like Starlink, things that they think are make sense. So uh, it's, it's, I am, space is definitely not a zero sum game in any sense or capacity, but it gets treated like that. And this was the thing when we watched kind of the squabbles over the, 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 the moon lander that it's like, why more of this, more of this, more of this, you know? Yeah. There's plenty of things that people can be doing. These are brilliant people that work at all these companies. Obviously we are talking about insane wealth. Uh, uh, to fund it, uh, you know. So, so why not? Why not? Why not do all the different things that can be done when we talk about being off of Earth, which is, you know, if not infinite, then certainly uh, plentiful. I've I've, I, I've said this before, but but let me just let me just uh, continue to nudge in this direction. Uh, I I can't believe. It took me uh, 45 years of life to realize that a space station, all it does is it needs an engine and then it has a new name. It's called a starship. You know, it's called it's called the Enterprise and it just goes places. Um, so so I, 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 yes to all the space stations. Uh, boy, won't it be neat when five, 10, 15 years from now, we're talking about like uh, this old bird has they, they, they added these things to it and now it just flies wherever you want in the solar system well i maybe there's there's... you when you design a space station you design it's like a barge you could take a barge you know across the pacific right but you could also just drive the tugboat or or make yeah yeah like you get into like you look at like the problem with like the iss is that from its solar panels and other things, the way it's designed for heating is a sort of thing. Like maybe, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, but, but again, I, like- I, And keep, uh, keep, keep in mind, I, I'll be the first to disclaim that, that th- this is a Pollyanna view where we have so many sta- stations up there that at some point, somebody, you know, at the lower end of the budgetary spectrum says, well, why don't we take this old thing and just push it over by the moon? Now, now the moon has a space station. Well, that kind but of I mean, thing. if you, but I mean, if you're manufacturing human, like the human support modules, all that stuff, like yeah, like I could see, like you look at the thing and its modules and other stuff like that, like it could be. There does get to be issues of like how much specific thrust it could handle before like things, you know, sh- shift apart and stuff. Although the Russians are helping us test that right now, Brian. So. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, stress testers extraordinaire. The Russians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I could see that you could. Uh, I don't know how much. Again, I don't know. Like, like the, you know, one of the reasons I heard they deorbited Mirror was because, like, apparently the way it was designed with the racks, they couldn't pull stuff out, and there was like weird stuff growing in there. 
Ugh. And they realized there was like a contamination risk because this you basically you have bacteria and mold. Yeah, that's and, been... and 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 to to be clear, I think what I'm imagining is some kind of science fiction book scenario where let's say there's 70, 80 space stations around, and what we really need to do is figure out whether or not uh, I don't know some asteroid's going to smash into Earth or not. So what we do is we attach lens modules to to five of them, and then we spread them out through you know, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, throughout yeah. the earth orbit so that we essentially create this gigantic super telescope or something, you know, that, uh, that's, Maybe, that's yeah, the, I've... the exciting stuff that goes from totally not from zero to yeah. possible. Well, I think, yeah, I think to me, it, it's kind of also gets exciting when you think about the idea that we'll have shipyards on earth building stuff that gets launched into space and the idea that we these modules like building these life support modules and stuff and then the, the the thing about this station i guess is they say it could be infinitely scalable they could keep adding to it which if you ever watched the beginning of uh valerian oh yeah oh yeah yeah the thousand city of a thousand stars is they show that like the big the city the the big space station thing where they're from started off as an earth space station they kept adding modules on and then aliens <laughs> showed up and added modules and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so that's like what's going on here is the idea of like and and i love the idea of an industrial park in space like this is a great this is gonna be i'm i'm super stoked so what is the timeline uh next week <laughs> Damn! Yeah! These people are moving, and we're going to drive there in Teslas Bezos, that we rented from Hertz. Bezos yeah! ain't got time for the dilly dally. The uh, the first, very first sentence on their press release is in the second half of this decade. Second half of this decade. All right, so they're giving themselves Ooh, four years. That is, by the way, that is four, very four, that is four very to good. nine years. That's a very good way to phrase it. Anywhere between six and nine <laughs> yeah. years away. In the second half of this decade, a commercially developed, owned, and operated space station will start operating as a mixed-use business park, providing straightforward access to all. For all. Second yeah, first, half of this they've decade. They've got to sue the International Space Station. That's, that's the policy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to sue you out of the sky, <laughs> see? <laughs> the ISS sends them a second-place medal. He's like, damn it, not again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No. Uh, it looks like they're working no. with Blue Origin, Sierra Space, Boeing, Redwire Space, Genesis Engineering Solutions, and Arizona State University. Sun Devils. Uh, they're working with uh, uh, Stanford, UCF, University of Colorado Boulder, U of F, University of Michigan, University of Texas El Paso, University of Texas Medical Branch, Vanderbilt University. Mm. So, Going to be a lot of poets up there. A lot yeah. of poets. <laughs> it's um, like the ultimate liberal arts education awaits you <laughs> among the stars. <laughs> uh, but it's exciting. We're going to see more. The 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 challenge, of course, is if you look at um, this is a contingent, I think, upon New Glenn, which is going to be which is uh, Blue Origins rocket to be able to be up and running and to provide. You know, I'm stealing. I'm stealing this from the chat, but it's like I want the meme to be a, a photo of the ISS, and it's already just got a banner that says "Spirit Halloween." Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> that has become such a a, a a dangerous, you know, warning sign. Oh yeah. 
they have we had a huge huge ikea downtown burbank huge and i remember when they were closing i'm like i wonder what they're going to do with it they did park <laughs> teslas they used it for tesla overflow parking for a yeah. while and then i look and i see halloween store yeah. across, <laughs> and i got so excited because in my idiot brain i'm imagining an ikea, IKEA size yeah. i'm like i'm like i'm like we gotta go see this and we walk in and it's like 10% of it got just curtained yeah. off, you know, and I'm like, I, we, weirdly, me, you, weirdly, you still got lost in there. It took five hours I'm to like, leave and you got I'm Swedish like, meatballs. But I'm like, I give me 20 bucks and a flashlight. And let me explore this thing. This yeah. is this is better than, you know, getting my friggin, you know, Halloween. Just, James yeah, Michael Myers mask. just another place. Yeah. Where you can find an XL Pennywise. <laughs> yep. XL. How dare you? Um, well, not to you. One, one might. One might. <laughs> or you might uh, have to buy it because it's the only one that's available yeah. this late in the game, like I had to do with my David S. Pumpkins outfit that I had to get overnighted <laughs> from Spirit. And then explain to everybody the joke. <laughs> uh, so uh, very cool. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, certain news you get, and you're like, man, this is the when I'm watching uh, when I'm watching my uh, – uh, when I'm watching the, the stock ticker for Tesla and then to see certain things, like I did not need to know this about this. Let me pull up the actual, uh, uh, Bryce. I want you to go to Jetson, A E R O.com. What is going on up here? So it looks like a drone quadcopter, but you are sitting in a little cockpit. And you are and you are zooming about the desert in your own little personal quadcopter. Look, man, I've been playing a lot of Far Cry Six. This looks too close to <laughs> what it's like to just steal a vehicle and just fly around. Uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I guess immediately the 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 thought is uh, how long you get to fly, how fast minutes. you get to fly. Okay, so twenty minutes. That's that's enough to bop from from place to place in like a city theoretically or if you're in like the rural areas 20 minutes is assuming you can get a straight line you're not dealing with it's like trying to plan how you're going to use your atv to go walmart justin it's you don't you just you get in there and you fly it around all right city slicker you know there might be some people who are using their atv to get to the mart question um would i would i be right in just assuming that um along with the drop in the price of technology for all of this stuff would be a, a drop in the price of the AI required to sort of kind of keep you in bounds. You know, like, 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 like if you get too close to the ground, it doesn't yell at you and say you're about to die, but instead just sort of, you know, bounces you back up kind of yeah. like, like a lane change thing. Yeah. That, that's, that is, should, you're absolutely right. That should be tremendously cheaper. But did you notice what they were using for their display? Uh, I did, which made me worried because it looked like a very simple uh, one to eight LCD <laughs> display, which didn't no, inspire. No, it's like an Android phone. <laughs> oh, is it really? A, yeah. Uh, but Bryce, go back to the page and scroll down. You, you, the, the, the best part about this. Uh, triple redundant flight computer. Start okay, and land further. anywhere you want. Further down, further down. Okay. Uh, what else could there be? Tech you can specs? order now. Wait, what? for reals? What? Yes. How much? Delivery next year, 2022. 2022 is entirely sold out. Uh, it's a $22,000 USD deposit. 
Uh, production will begin the summer of 22. 22 is all sold out. 23 has three units available for what? 2023 delivery. What? It's $100,000 or $92,000. What do you think? We all go in? I mean, I'm in for $5. Okay. Like $5 I, I'm just going to say that if one of us, if we all agree, pinkies up, if we all swear to sell all the Teslas that we own, mm. then we uh, we can invest we in might, Teslas. Yeah. I would not like to do that, but I would do sell. Yeah. I would sell all of the Tesla cars. That <laughs> okay. I own. Wait, hold on. Bryce, you're going to have to sell the hat. Not my hat. <laughs> this is my McLaren yeah. hat. It's the Monaco livery. It's the most. It's the, it's the most expensive thing you own. You need to part with it. I looked at the, I looked at the weight restriction on it, and I'm like, oh, thank God I went on keto. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, but uh, I I sent Bryce. You know. There's competitors out there. Uh oh. And uh, oh no, we can do it for cheap. <laughs> oh yeah, we can do it on the on... With, with a lawnmower. Uh, th this is also straight oh out of God. This is out of Far Cry Three. Jesus <laughs> Christ! So this is a this is a literal flying bathtub. There's a bathtub with a quadcopter attached to it, and these a... these German fools are going nuts. It's a hexcopter. It needs six blades. Oh, it needs six blades. Or, yeah. Holy oh. crap! And they are bringing it up to a to a Seven Eleven somewhere in Deutschland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I love, what I love is, so it's a bathtub. I mean, it, you can't get over that. It's a. Bathtub. Oh my God! Their Seven Eleven's called Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> They've like strapped a layer of memory foam to the bottom in lieu of any legs or land. Yeah, so they're just gonna <laughs> land a heavy ass bathtub. Can I, can I tell you is what that though? Corpse, cops, cops, this, cops, cops. This this bathtub one. <laughs> bad tubs, bad. If tubs. the rotors, if the rotors break, they hit the bathtub. That other one, if the rotor snap to hit the pilot this may actually be safer it might yeah right because the other one was higher so oh, all i know is i could go pay 92 grand to these guys or i could get like a case of schnapps and a two thousand dollar home depot gift card and go track these kids down yeah but, 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 but like you you could already make a gyrocopter for like twenty thousand dollars right now uh if you're gyrocopter brave. yeah yeah you ever see the road warrior uh, those little yeah you can't gyrocopters are great, but they're not VTOL. Yeah. Are you they don't they don't take off for, you have to you have to drive them they have to go forward before they take off. Really? Yep. Huh. That's uh, the, they ain't got no wings. The wing the propeller's the wing. Oh yeah, I guess mm. that's the mechanics why yeah. they work. And those are super dangerous. That one we're looking right there. I was curious because I'm fascinated super by it. But I was looking up at the record of like now we're getting into we we've talked about space stations, we've talked about <laughs> investing in Tesla, and now we're getting into what's super dangerous. Super dangerous <laughs> gyrocopters. Oh, but gyrocopters are amazing. So yeah. gyrocopters, they look like a helicopter. They're uh -huh. not. That propeller on top is not powered. It just as you move forward, it starts to spin. It creates lift, and it's, mm -hmm. they're they're amazing. They're like, how does that even work? Also, it does pronounce Eurocopters? <laughs> nope, 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 no. We're fine, and they are no. ka chunk ka chunk. <laughs> uh, Sorry. that's uh, yeah, that's it. Um, when do picks? Do we just want to all talk about that movie? Yeah. I'll talk about that movie. Do you want, do we want to enter into a spoiler discussion? This would be the end of the show unless you want to hear discussions about the Dune. Oh. The Dune abides. 
the uh, Dunamites. <laughs> Specifically, Dune Part One, the biggest, I think, yeah, how, whoopsie how, doodle how, in. <laughs> how how did they? How right, did right, we so, cover so, this we're, for we're, so we're long? Agreed, we're, okay. Okay. We are we are agreed. This is the spoilering. So uh, uh, our picks are end. Dune. We'll talk about Dune. Dune. We're going to talk about Dune. Blah blah blah. Okay, so if you don't want to hear it, click off now. Okay. Real quick, Bryce, like, I'm not crazy. We've talked about this movie it. a lot. Like, like I'm not insane that no. I never heard part one. No, they, that's, it, it, it's, you're correct that they never marketed it as part one. This is the worst, think, greatest secret since the fact that Santa Claus is alive. It came on, and it now, showed part one, and I was just like, oh, you sly fox. <laughs> now, it, uh, it, I'm sure if you had the question of, are they going to make a sequel to Dune, and you looked it up, you would find, like, yeah, we are intending to make more of this, this but is, it was okay. never was called Dune Part I, 1 this anyway. This is the world's greatest con. Clear the Let dudes. me explain something. We need, in this discussion, we need to separate the director, Danny Villeneuve, who in interviews talked about it's so big we had to shoot half of it. We're just doing half the story. He was very forthright on it. The yeah. studios, legendary <laughs> the and Warner Brothers. It's not on the poster. <laughs> no, it's not. It, so, so there is the thing there, and that's I'm so why I watch happy this movie. that I'm not crazy. That's all I care about because, like, we've covered this for over a year now. It's it's he taught in interviews. I knew this going into it. All this it was going to be first half of the story. He's talked. There's even been headlines about it, but the studio did not want you thinking that and this which was I half the story. Which was dumb. Right. Because really everybody dumb. I've talked to has said, one movie's not enough for this. What are they doing? <laughs> yes. So, And I've talked to people, too, like, oh, yeah, like, Dune Part 1 is a good part of the story. Like, yeah, they should do the other novels. I'm like, um, no, they they have to finish this novel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I, think, I think what's crazy is that they didn't have the balls to say, no, this is Lord of the Rings. Everybody knew that when you went to go see The Fellowship of the Ring, this was the beginning of a big epic thing. And I, I'm, I'm going to grant a one-time pardon. Uh, look, you get away with a lot during a pandemic. The world, world's on fire. The I'm world not, is a vampire. I'm not How also going to try to explain that <laughs> Dune Book One is big enough that it deserves two movies. And, and really, all we saw in this movie was act one of, of three acts mm -hmm. and you know what like i'm down for it like justin and i had a twitter conversation yeah. about whether this should be a series or a movie but i like it as a movie i think like even watching foundation which i think is really nice and a very expensive science fiction series like especially now as we're kind of in the middle of that season i'm starting to see some of some of the cost saving stuff we're like dune you just felt like Every every space was new. Every space was unique, and that they were really not cutting any corners on showing it. And I really dug it because I know that they have to cut out a lot yep. because it's an adaptation. So at least they're giving me lots of context clues, giving me lots of set pieces, and I just appreciated watching a science fiction epic with an epic. Every budget. space was different. Here's the wide spare land that has water. Here's the wide yeah. spare land that has concrete. <laughs> I, Here's I, I, the wide I'm, I'm spare push back land on that, that because, has sand. Because like, uh, I'm going to give them bonus points for keeping things accurate to the book. Uh, like like I, I, the design of the ornithopters, I thought was super rad. I just I just dug. Those are the dragonfly. Yeah, ones? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and cool. uh, the um, uh, also. I am a uh, unapologetic lover of the David Lynch uh, uh, original. Um, 
the 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 they which meant they had to take away some things. There were some aspects of the 1982 version that was actually written by Frank Herbert. Uh, the weirding modules, the idea that um, uh, uh, the the weirding way was was a a, a physical uh, mechanical device that that was written by Frank Herbert. That is not here. Instead, the weirding stuff is all just the Bene Gesserits have magic or whatever. Uh, 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 well, no, that was. The Weirding Way, what they added was that you could use the Weirding Way plus a toy you could eventually buy in stores to do the, the weapon. The Weirding Way in the novels was originally, was Benny Gesserit, was organic, but then the, the movie thing that they added was that. Cor was cor correct. Uh, but, but, but there were moments I really dug, like, uh, you know, like uh, in the original... 80s version you know my name is a killing word and all that stuff i don't i don't think any of that uh gets gets in here um but uh but uh, uh dude i dug it i dug the hell out of it i everybody was really really good i really enjoyed it a lot uh i loved it i thought it was great i do think that it's the first time that dune in any way has been cracked open and been accessible like, I think that aside from people reading the holy text and having a personal relationship with it, it's been very hard, I think, to uh, 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 broadcast out in a way that you're like, oh, look, witches, and that's a, a, a jihad, and, and that's a that, and that's like, you know, this was comprehensible. It, it got, uh, uh, you know, the characters were really, really relatable. I tend to think, and this is not about Dune, this is more Denny Villeneuve, uh, he tends to get very well-acted, austere, but sometimes lacking electric charisma performances from his actors, really, really great actors. I think it, it, it says something that, like, the most, uh, the people that jump off the screen are like Jason Momoa and Batista who are like among the the most just like live wire people who play themselves and like everything and they do a great job of playing versions of themselves even in this kind of film. Uh, uh, but that being said, it's, uh, uh, it's remarkable. It, it, it is a movie that I do really, really wish was a, a theatrical only release so everybody could go kind of see it in in that in that vein they, which i did not they, i watched they, on hbo max they did a couple of of uh for lack of a better word tricks i, I don't remember how it was handled in the books i mean in a book you get to just put words in italics and you get to represent thoughts um uh, you have to be a little bit more bold when it comes to uh, motion pictures uh, in the 1980s version, they did this whole bunch of like, you know, hey, just stare blankly and we'll have a voiceover of what you're thinking during all this stuff. Uh, I thought they, they did so many subtle moves, whether it was subtle communications through hand signs, which I don't believe was in the book, or, or the book. Uh, uh, ex exclamations in different languages uh, that, that, that allow you to reveal the actual thoughts of people because these are yeah, the, you know wheels within wheels the the, the motions that are happening they're the house that they have the house sign languages in the books that's like a like they have that okay their battle, okay. battle language um yeah i thought i i you know i i loved it and and i know that like i i'm a guy this is the one book i read almost every year or i read a lot i love this book that's my it's my favorite if people ask my favorite book i say dune and and I also know I I will let go of stuff. like foundation. You'll hear like oh, it's hard for me to let go of some things about foundation. It's like now nah, you kind of it, I will watch it as its own thing. But like they took so many things to change so much about it. I'm like just do a new story. 
Here, they changed some things, and I thought it were really good choices. You know, like Leah Keynes, they made Leah Keynes a woman. I thought that's fine. It doesn't change the story at all to do that. They did a very clever thing, which I appreciate. As much as I love world building and backstory, they left out. They're like, we're, hey, this is the year 10,000. Yes, there are these feudal systems that's there. We're not going to tell you about, oh, yeah, this. we're not going to explain why there are no robots and stuff, that there was this big 10,000 years ago, this revolution against the machines and da-da-da, and that's the big threat. They left that out, which was better, and it was smart because all too often people bog stuff down with lore that's yeah. just thrown at you and not uh, and and fans sometimes love it because i now i know a thing and i connect a thing but give us paul's journey and it gave us paul's journey you know to a point and i liked that i really really liked that we didn't get the, the i wanted i would have loved a little more palace intrigue to set up parts two and whatever they're gonna do because you have because like i was talking to my girlfriend who knows nothing about the story and i'm like I'm like oh yeah like you know he's 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 not gonna marry chani he's gonna marry the emperor's daughter so that he can become the emperor but that's gonna cause it like there's this other stuff in that i think for people who didn't know would be like oh like yeah i'm like this is game this really is game of thrones in space they, yeah you you got a taste of that in the fact that i think it's like 80 percent into the movie you finally hear what we assume is uh, 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 Duke Leto's wife referred to as his concubine, and, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and then and then even then, it's just like, uh, well, no, they yeah, just passively right. call her that, and uh, it's uh, just like, no, oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. uh, 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 heads up, like I have not read the book in full, so this was my first uh, uh, understanding of of that, uh, other than watching the the Lynch movie forever ago. And uh, uh, when he's like, like, oh, like your concubine, I'm like, oh, really? And then the next scene, he's like in bed with her, and he's like, I should have married you. Anyway, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we just want to make very clear that you're not my wife. Uh, if that was a note that we got at some point during screening, not my wife. Gonna die now. I'll see you later. But 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 also like that was an important moment because it reminded you that she is serving two two masters. I yes. mean, she's there. She wants to raise a good kid. She wants to be a good supporting partner to Duke Leto. But uh, at the end of the day, she's part of the thousand year plan of the Bene Gesserits. And, yeah, and that's that's ultimately where her loyalty lies. And I I appreciated the fact that they uh, there's. And again, somebody pointed they would have liked more lore, and I get it. I get it. I think that I understand that you know the 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 want for more lore, but the advantage of not having it is that you could focus this, and then the world gets to get bigger. And like if they, and I presume at this point, I you know box office wise, I went and saw it in the theater, even though I have HBO Max, I wanted to see it in the theater. Box office has done really good. It's done for pandemic numbers. It's done exceptionally well. It had a really good hold over Saturday. We'll see what it does next weekend. It would be stupid for. Warner like Warner Brothers, you know, remember they did Batman Begins and then well, let's see and then Batman Begins became very popular in home video and stuff and then they did Dark Knight and Dark Knight was just one of Crushed. the top grossing yeah. film of the time. I think here it's a good movie. The Rotten Tomatoes from the audience it's 92%. There's no doubt about it. So far people like it and probably a lot of them doing vans, but I think we'll see where that goes, but those are great numbers and even if it doesn't perform box office where they should Part of that's the uncertainty is that you walk out of there and if you never don't know what's going on, you like you tell your friends like end of the Fellowship of the Ring. We got that teaser for what was going to be in Two Towers. Yeah, we didn't get that here. We just got, oh, yeah, it's this part one. Did you like it? I mean, we don't know. What do you think? 
Partly because, like, uh, uh, spoiler alert, if you've never read anything, uh, boy, oh boy, just like, like we just saw the end of Act One, and boy, oh boy, does Act One barely resemble everything in Acts Two and Three. I mean, it's 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 a very different experience. I mean, wh- uh, what I like about this act is that it it basically tells an entire i mean it's basically you know they get installed they get kicked out they fight their way back and, to the and, palace and, and the, that's really all you kind of can fit in two and a half hours of this thing. the the political docking is, is my favorite part of of it's always been my and in fact that's why and, um uh the uh, uh brian herbert uh and uh kevin j anderson stuff focuses it's it's all prequel stuff with house atreides horace harkon and house uh corno and all that stuff uh, mm-hmm. Like that's all fun stuff, you know. Feudal, uh, uh, feudal Italy, basically, and is what they're playing in. Th- this, this, ep- at least from from what I can assume, this this movie gives us, uh, like a the it gives us all the players for that. We get like a trial. We evaluate everybody. We just like it gets us in the door because I think I think if we had more lore and we had more and more like why there's no robots and why it needs to be the spice and all of this other stuff. I think it would have been way too much. And, and they keep it very simple. Why did they put us here? If they were going to kick us out, that's the only story. That's the only question you need to have. And, and it addresses it pretty more or less. And it sets up to everything else. I like, I think it's the right appetizer. I think everybody's decisions make sense. Mm -hmm. You care about everybody. There's an element where nobody's on the screen where you're like, what are their motivations? And I think in in a story this big, that's where things can get lost is they just show up. It's a famous actor. They're, they're chewing the scenery and they're talking about some random stuff. And, and it's like, okay, I have no connection. And in a movie like this, you, you always knew like at the very least who they were and what they were doing. uh, They, showed extraordinary uh, restraint by Hollywood standards for things they could have done that would have been fan servicey and cool. Like we never heard uh, 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 the Mentots explained and, you know, we never heard the litany of the juice of Safu and only barely do we hear, uh, uh, I will not fear, fear is the mind killer. We, we barely hear that. And the the big moment when my kids were freaking out, they were like, Oh my God! Is that person gonna ride a a, a sandworm? Yeah. And it's like, nope, they're gonna die. But you, I'm glad you but thought that's of definitely that, what right? they were yeah. setting up to do. <laughs> right? Then, Wouldn't that be cool if somebody did? I mean, because <laughs> then Zendaya looks back and says, "You haven't even seen Cowabunga." <laughs> right. The end. Remember, we, we did see at the end. They Could, did show us somebody riding. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. No, right. Yeah. Right. Right. But 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 just like, oh my God, they 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 held back so hard, and that's so hard to do. Uh, I mean, qu- question it, the um. Uh, the most haunting part of, uh, and again, I read both the book and watched the movie, but but I remember it from the movie. The most haunting part of the movie in the 80s was uh, the installation of the heart plugs. Uh, that That's canon. That's in the book, right? That was Lynch. Oh, damn. That was the best thing. That was the best thing. Oh, I, I, I still get the shivers thinking about it. Um, spe- yeah, that- speaking on restraint, though, like I think it's very, I think it's very bold to take who is someone who's probably the second listed actress uh, the t- take zendaya and give her nothing in give this her movie about, about seven minutes <laughs> give her uh, nothing I mean, I mean, jesus jesus christ they certainly showed her enough throughout the movie <laughs> my god i mean i mean look I, but I, it's smart i also think it's kind of interesting if the idea is to no, kind I mean, of no, no, but, but, but to be honest and this is where i think andrew's dead on is that when there's no plan right now 
for a second movie. There is. Like, what? Well, there's a plan, but there's always a plan. And then getting everybody together and getting the money together and shooting it is a whole different thing. This isn't like what New Line did with Lord of the Rings, where they were like, okay, we are trying to shoot all these things as back to back to back as we possibly can. Uh, trying to keep the cast cohesive, trying to keep their schedules cohesive and and moving ahead. Uh, when you get to the end of this and you're like, wow, this was something where like Ashley, who's not plugged into a lot of pop culture and certainly is not plugged into Dune. She's watching and she's like, oh, Batista. Oh, Aquaman. Yeah. Oh, Thanos. <laughs> oh, Zendaya. Like, like she was thrilled with this cast she loved it she knew she knew a bunch of people and that's not something that that's common for her you get to the end and then it's like oh this is when zendaya really starts to sing uh, uh oops i guess at some point in the next three years <laughs> uh, uh we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see if we're excited about it like that is a bummer like that is that mm -hmm. is a legit bummer to to get to the end of this and and not have any expectation one one last note uh, uh to to tip the hat of restraint hollywood restraint that they showed i think we get one one scene where they full-on show us just how big the sandworms are that's it and uh, everything else is just implied by by well it does swallow like a tanker uh yeah yeah uh, yeah that's yeah. that's the one <laughs> well no the other one is when it comes up and he's like in front of it you get to see like the whole big face of it okay right? yeah, yeah 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 fair enough uh but 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 still uh by hollywood standards uh real realist. No. yeah i thought it was yeah, yeah it was well done Danny is he's amazing and i think that i think yeah i'm 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 over the moon for what they did my my biggest gripes are with the studio i'm over uh, the dune I'm over the dunes yeah i think i'm over the maudib um, <laughs> oh, which, by the way, they uh, talk about restraint. Uh, I don't believe they, they, they alluded to the desert mouse. We saw it, but they never used the words uh, Muad'Dib. Uh, I don't know what that is, and I don't know why they would have done that. Exactly, which but, is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Okay. That well, because that the significance of that name won't happen until the next one. Sure. Because so, uh, yeah, so part two will be mostly a new cast because a lot of them are perished in this film. Read the books. <laughs> no, hey, no, I won't. Actually, <laughs> you can't make me screw that. I'm not uh, doing that. I will watch yeah, the movie. Was, uh, and tell me what it is. It's a science fiction film, um, and also with trippy psychedelics and visions and talking to ancestors and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, I was gonna say because also the, if, if the whole thing is the 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 nexus point between all space and time, then I'm I'm gonna assume that everybody in this star-studded cast, even those that are that are uh, seemingly dead at some point, are going to interact with the living uh, in our story. Okay, so I've yeah, I, I, got a question for the people who have read the book. I really liked this movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was a nine and a half out of ten. I couldn't help but notice that it was um, a literal white savior story. Timothy Chalamet goes to Iraq and uh, becomes the king of Iraq. And that seemed very strange to me. Well, uh, number one, yes. Number two is the Fremen don't have a particular racial identity. They're an, they're, they are a, and so the idea yeah. is that can you never have that story? Can you never have, and also, um, Maybe he's, maybe he, he's not. I mean, I mean every, sure. 
Uh, I'm sure there's more. I know that it's a big story. I know that this is scratching the surface. Well, but I, but si- I'm just saying, like, the optics of what I watched were... I, I, I understand. And yeah. I would say the, the part of the reason is, like, would you consider Darth Vader a white savior? <laughs> uh, I, I don't... You know what? I don't know enough of those movies to say either way. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll put it this way. You see the visions of thing he's afraid of. Like, the thing is that, mm-hmm. like, you saw the visions of them bringing war to other planets and stuff. Um... Uh, there was that they saw them like I saw the, it, 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 that that that's another massive restraint yeah. moment where they only yeah. barely referenced it. Uh, the bulk of the book is 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 uh, uh, I don't think this is ruining anything, yeah. uh, but but the bulk of the book is uh, Paul sees all the possibilities for the future, and the one he doesn't want is jihad under the Atreides banner. And he keeps thinking, how can I not let that happen? That's, that's the primary conflict as, as he uh, 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 connects with the Fremen. So, so okay. the fact that they only barely touched on it in the beginning of this, again, uh, by Hollywood standards, incredible restraint. I, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I'd say it's a Bryce. It is a very, very complex story where the concept of morality, sometimes who was right, who was wrong, isn't known for thousands of years. Because in the story continues on with children and this, the, the, the major protagonist in the story of the, the rest of the books, the seven are, gosh, because then they did the two sequels that Kevin Anderson and Brian Herbert wrote after Chapter House. Mm. Um, but those but were like, prequels, right? No, they, they, oh, they, they also wrote a ton. Okay, got yeah, it. they yeah. did Hunters of Dune, Sandwords of Dune and all got that, which, which were based on Herbert's notes. But anyhow... It is a really complex story. It's not Avatar. It's really a complex story. Okay. It was. It. Oh. It, it was just. A, it was. You know. I. I trust. I understand very clearly. This is. This is part one. I mean, they put it on the tin, but it was also inside the tin. <laughs> inside. That. That's right. Not really on the outside. But it, it. It was just a thing that by the end of the movie, I was like, "This is really cool," and also it definitely looks a very specific way, and it's a big story, and you can kind of. We, you could talk a lot of ways to, to explain it. But. Just say it. The bagpipes threw you off. The bagpipes. Th- <laughs> if they didn't come in with bagpipes. If Dug him. Zimmer were, bringing in something crazy weird. <laughs> if, it, if, 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 if it were a drum machine instead of bagpipes, you would have been like, I don't know. Maybe. I would have been into it. I would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, it, it is the reason I love the novel is it's really, really in the series is it gets into just a lot of complexity what, of stuff. When, but, one last thought on it is um it, it's a hard trick to pull off to make something feel so big when showing such a small piece of it and and that's something i thought this movie did very very well like you felt like this was an intergalactic plot come to fruition even though we only got to see this this thin slice through five or six sets I, of I, eyes. Yeah, I, I think that, that that might be colored by the fact that you do know it's a bigger story. So, like... I, I mean, do we, we know that the the Emperor conspired with House Harkonnen yes. to betray... I mean, that's those those are fairly big things. The Emperor of the known universe... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. No, I'm agreeing. That, okay, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying that the fact that, that, that you think that it's a peephole view is a... a because you know that there is a correct. gigantic world uh, behind it. I think it felt like a massive story. Co- co- correct. So uh, their plans for this, like Legendary Pictures and HBO, um, one is uh, 
one, obviously, the wait-and-see approach, which drives me nuts. I, I don't think there's... If they don't do a Dune 2, I think we boycott Legendary and Warner Brothers. Yeah. I just say, Can't, no more. Cancel HBO Max. Until yeah, yeah, we get a release date and whatever. Uh, but you know they have the plans for the Dune, the Sisterhood, the HBO Max series. Yeah. Yeah, that'll so that, be interesting. Um, I... I uh, 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 disclosure, I only... Uh, I've only experienced the first book and I, I started one of those prequel books and I liked it. Okay. Uh, but, but, uh, so, so, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm not inherently primed to, to want to go into deep lore similar to like, you know, the new game of Thrones series that's coming out. Although I'll tell you what, I think, you know, uh, uh, the peacemaker looks great. I really liked the uh, Suicide Squad and the new and the new uh, uh, Peacemaker spinoff looks uh, super fun. Uh, uh, yes, I 100% agree. Also, I 100% pretty much am certain that I know everything I need to know about the Peacemaker to enjoy everything about that. Yes. Uh, this other stuff sounds uh, uh, heavy on the lore that I'm worried about. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I would. I think that the, the Bene Gesserit for me, I'm like, yeah, I want to know more about that. But these this weird the weird coven that uh, uh, they're like they, warrior they, nuns yeah. trained in martial arts and intrigue and stuff. So like there's there's a lot there to, to interact because they're very they've been in the shadows. I think they're very I think it's a very interesting thing for an HBO series. And I like the idea of Sony said, do they want a franchise? Yeah, that's the goal. The goal is there is if you talk about a science fiction uh, franchise with tons of directions and stories. You know, it's second only to maybe, you know, Star Trek and Star Wars. When you look at the sheer number of stories, if you look to see who was got consulting credit, it was my friend Kevin J. Anderson, um, you know, and so they're bringing in Kevin and Brian in to go work on this. What the goal is, they want to make this into a big universe. They want to have a big science fiction universe. So, so we're saying we hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it I had a lot of visions maybe more visions than I wanted but other than that I thought Villeneuve was fantastic uh, I the number of visions seemed about right or, or at least sorry it was a lot the, num- the number of visions seemed consistent with every other iteration of Dune that I have experienced yeah. and I and I want to give too like go back and watch the Lynch one Lynch what Lynch pulled off was a miracle was yeah. a miracle I uh it's funny how you know there are certain lines from the book that made it into the Lynch movie and I, I watched the Lynch movie a whole m- bunch of times so as a result like I found myself mouthing along when they're in the middle of battle and, and then, you know, the knife goes in and I, and I say myself along with the show, I'm like the slow blade penetrates the shield and all that stuff. It's, it was, it was, it was fun <laughs> as somebody who loved the campy, um, uh, previous incarnation. Uh, it was a triumph as somebody who respects the book. Um, I do think, and, uh, I do think the smartest thing I did was, Prep both of my daughters by saying, before we begin, the spice is oil. This is the Middle East. Let's go. And then uh, uh, I, I think that mattered a lot for them to be all like, oh, okay. Actually, and LSD. I, yeah. And LSD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's oil if oil got you uh, wicked, oh, high. wicked high yeah. and you saw visions. Uh, uh, it was funny during it. Ashley's just like, oh, I get it in Iraq. <laughs> oh Iraq 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 okay I get it you know you just have to you have to judge it by what they put on the screen and uh, <laughs> uh, I, I really dug it I went and saw it at a theater I uh, I 
paid ten dollars to watch it on i i feel like it was not a great theater it was not an alamo or it was not an imax or an xd or anything and i feel like i would have liked to have paid a little more for the bigger screen because i i definitely was in the theater feeling like this is not even 1080 this doesn't even look high def like it looks big the sound is fine but it doesn't even like look that sharp and I don't have a big 4K TV, but I have a lap. I could have sat at home and watched it on my laptop, way closer to my face. I, I I've heard the the buzz from people that I that I trust is like, this is an IMAX. Go see it in in the biggest format you can. That that it makes use yeah. of uh of, of of every inch of that screen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the scale of it. Like that, I was really conflicted of whether I would just watch it at home or go into a theater. But there's it's 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 convenient enough that I could go do it, and it was in the middle of the day Friday, so there was nobody else there. Um, but would have liked maybe a nicer screen. Well, you want to dump on that theater re- real quick? Can we? Like, no, like, dude, it's bomb, every theater. Uh, uh, yeah. We we've talked about this on Cord Killers. Every uh, almost every movie theater you go to is at best projecting in two K. Uh, the, the, yeah, like, that unless is kind of a known thing now. Yeah, it's and frustrating. And it, it's garbage. Yeah. Like you, you have a better television at home than movie theaters. It's so weird. Yeah, and it's so, so that that was a, that was a weird kind of frustrating thing. Uh, so I don't know. Take take that yeah. into account when you're making your viewing decision. You just look at a grainy picture of Zendaya for two seconds for the seventieth time. <laughs> I have blue eyes. Oh, but you have blue eyes now. Yeah. Oh, isn't that interesting? What does mm, that mean? What I don't know. Mm. What's Zendaya up to? She's standing in the sand. Yo, what's up with the way you've outfit your, uh, your, your lockdown for battle formation? I don't know. It just seemed like the way to wear it. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Dude. It's been the weirding way. Ah! The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.